happy Easter, guys. It's Rico from the Made in China podcast and SourcePoint Asia. I know I'm about a week too late to say happy Easter, but better late than never. Um, this week, I, I tried to change it up a little bit. I, I decided to record a mastermind group meeting that I always have. I have a weekly mastermind group called Knox. It means no excuses. This is the third one that I've been in. Uh, first one I joined, second one I created, and then the third one I created as well. Um, and what is a mastermind group or slash accountability group for those who don't know? It's just, uh, it could be a group of guys or women for that matter who come together with a common goal. Ours is just to keep each other motivated and, and pushing towards our individual goals. So what we try to do is we have weekly goals that we try to hit that are trying to, that are ultimately building up to something bigger, right? So you might have a six month goal, you might have a one year goal. But ultimately, every week you're doing smaller tasks to try to push you towards that goal. And just the fact that you have other people who know what you're supposed to be doing makes you more accountable, right? Um, it makes you more likely to complete those tasks. It's very easy when you talk to yourself and you say, hey, you know, I want to go to the gym three times a week. And then you miss and you go to the gym once a week or you miss two weeks. And it's very easy to say, hey, I'm still a good person. I still, oh, you know, it's easy to make excuses to yourself, right? You can, you can lie to yourself all day. But it's another thing when you have three, four other people and you're telling them that you want to go to the gym three times a week and then you miss the gym two weeks in a row. What are you going to say to them? You know, It doesn't really matter what excuse you give them. You know that people are not going to accept it. They're just going to know that you're making excuses. So that's the reason why we do our mastermind group. Um, ours is structured a little bit, uh, not differently from anybody else's, I don't think, but I tried to steal um, the structure from Toastmasters. So what we've done is we have a chairman, we have a timekeeper, and we have somebody who's in the hot seat for that week. And we'll have a roundtable uh, session where everybody gets about two and a half minutes to share their their, their, their last week's uh, misses and last week's successes. Um, so basically, if you finish your tasks and if anything big came up and if you failed to 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 hit a task, right? Um, and then, so the chairman will be obviously running the, the show and, and is supposed to guide everybody and the timekeeper is obviously supposed to keep time. And then the person that's in the hot seat gets a certain amount of time, probably 15, 20 minutes for us to all just sort of pick apart what they're doing and then give them advice so that's that's the way we structured it um we also have a sort of open discussion where after that two and a half minutes we sit down for about 10 minutes and we go through any questions or any sort of ideas or thoughts that came up while everybody else was talking so during the two and a half minutes you're not allowed to interrupt that person while they're talking about their you know, fails and wins and things like that. And then we have an actual a lot of time for that. So try to keep it pretty structured, try to keep it on point. Um, and I hope you guys can learn something from it. I hope you guys, maybe some of you guys can start your own mastermind groups and see the benefits that it's it's given me and, and given anybody that I know that's in the mastermind group. So almost forgot, uh, we did have one absentee member. His name is John Mullen. Uh, he was sick. And he actually had to be flown out of, of China. He had to get out of the country because he just uh, he had some sort of infection. And yeah, he couldn't attend that meeting. So I just wanted to give him a shout out. And I think he's doing better. He's in England. He's back in England uh, in recovery, in rehab. So 
yeah, enjoy the episode. I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. Alright, so we are at our Sunday meeting. Uh, my name is Harrison Bevins. I'm the chairman for today's meeting, so I'm going to be keeping track of uh, some of the different topics that we go into. Um, first of all, we're just going to introduce ourselves quickly. My name is Harrison Bevins. I'm uh, currently a blogger and videographer, and I'm working on becoming location independent and making money online through copywriting and content marketing. Um, so that's something I'm working on right now. Carl? Cool. My name is Carl, and I'm currently building an online English training program. I'm based in Guangzhou. I think that's it. What else do we need? That good? That's good. Yeah, I think that's good. Uh, my name is Gary Holmes. I'm currently building a marketing consultant business that's going to be run mostly online. And also based in Guangzhou. All right. Hey, you, you guys know me. I don't. It's <laughs> unnecessary for yeah, me to yeah. introduce myself. Fair enough. Cool. So give me uh, who's <clears throat> your, your timing, Gary? Two and a half minutes? Yeah, I got it. So for introductions, we are going to go over last week's um, wins, fails, and then the goals for the following or the upcoming week. So let me know when I'm good. Yep. Gary is the timekeeper. Yeah, timekeeper. So he's going to be keeping us in check. Go ahead, brother. All right. Uh, so last week, uh, some wins. Um, I finally got on the Facebook platform and created a page for myself and ran a couple of ads just to get familiar with how it works and ended up getting a reach of 25,000 people. Um, the Philippines video that I made got over 3,500 views, and I was able to get over 585 page likes, um, and I spent about $15. Um, Fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that was that was cool to see that happen, and uh, it's definitely fun to like see how the whole system works, and like looking at all the analytics and the insights and stuff. So I finally, uh, I set up my brother's um, page for his restaurant because I'm going to help do ads for him. Um, so it's kind of cool just to tinker on my own page and then use that to, you know, use that experience to that I can apply to other businesses. Um, fails, I didn't practice my Mandarin as much as I should have this week. And that's mostly because uh, I've been busy trying to focus on the marketing stuff and making money, um, which is kind of the priority right now but I, I do still want to focus on Mandarin as well so I need to make time next week to do that um, my goals for next week I'm going to create a, a new blog post I uh, want to set up uh, the Instagram automator that Gary will be talking about later and definitely try try that out and see how that goes um, I'm going to write a sample copy sales letter to use for uh, new clients and finish the Warren Buffett biography that I've been reading. That's all I got, guys. What am I at? Uh, you got 40 seconds. Cool. Well, I don't really have much more to say, so we can, we can go to the next person.
Cool. 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 Yep. Uh, so let's see. Last week, I said I would read two books. I got three out. Um, I also realized that I need to start tracking my books by hours read as opposed to number of books completed because uh, it's an easier way to measure and track week over week. <clears throat> so uh, next week, I'm going to try and do... Well, I'll go over the previous weeks first. Um, then the other one, I said I would go to the gym three times and I had four. Uh, said I would get rough drafts for all four courses built and ready to go. Those are all done. Um, and then the last one was I said I would figure out Aweber and uh, what I need to do with that. And um, pretty much, I have a good idea of what I need to do for that now, so that's good. Uh, next week, I need to get a shopping cart up on my site. I need to get Aweber plugged into the shopping cart. So when people buy a course, it automatically sends them emails. And let's see what else. Um, if I can get those two things knocked out, then I'm, I'm pretty much ready to start selling courses. So I'm just going to focus on those two. Uh, let's see. A win. A win was getting to the gym four times in a week. It's been a couple. It's been probably a year since I've done that. So that was good. Um, lesson learned. Uh, lesson learned was that just like with interest, your time compounds, anything that you do compounds. So five minutes that you spend reading every day turns into eight, uh, what is it, 27 hours, 28 hours per year, which turns into eight and a half books you can read on, eight and a half, 10 hour books you can read at 3x on uh, audiobooks. So um, that's been something that I've been thinking about. How much time I got? Yeah, 15. That's it. All right, Rico. Are we ready? Right, so this week, my goals from last week actually were to, of course, release a podcast episode done, uh, Facebook ads done. I wanted to look into apps uh, or some sort of virtual assistant that could monitor FBA Facebook groups. I looked into it and I probably would say, I mean, I, can't, I don't know if it's a fail, but I just didn't find anything besides obviously getting a, a virtual assistant that, that's easy to do, but I couldn't find any apps specifically to monitor Facebook groups and sort of create lead generations. Um, and then my other goal was to set up tracking and conversion rates, um, tracking for conversion rates or lead acquisitions and customer lifetime value. Did that wins. I uh, had a successful meeting in Hong Kong, which I can't talk about right now. Um, I ate healthy five times this week. Oh. Went to the gym three times. Nicely done. Oh, Big scary. one was I started to get heavy into automation. I've been probably into it for the past four months, but I was really, this week, I was uh, going through this app that I use called Zapier, and I, was, I found some limitations. So I was looking for something else. I found IFTTT, which I'll talk about later on. And it's just insanity, the things that you can do with that app. Um, so huge win for me. Uh, and then my goals for this week, I want to set up my staff with Zapier, Calendly, and IFTTT. Um, 
just set them up with as much automation as possible so that they can sort of replicate the things that I do without me having to individually do them myself. I want to start to collect findings from our survey that we did with uh, last week. One of my goals was to create a survey for a product that we're trying to make for a customer. So I have to collect the findings from our survey, send out more surveys. We're sending them out individually. I want to finalize FBA LinkedIn lead generation and Facebook sales funnel budget. Um, start to research the best ways to launch a Facebook group because I plan on doing that in the next th two to three months I want to launch a Facebook group so I want to sort of have a plan for that by next week alright that's pretty much me cool alright so we have 10 minutes of uh, Q&A between the members of the group based on what we have just been talking about uh, I have a question yeah. uh, Carl did you figure out if your Emails will work with the Chinese servers. No, you're saying uh, having issues with Gmail? Yeah. No. Um, I don't know how to go Google. Just Google it. Just try it. I haven't, had any, I haven't had any issues thus far. Um, actually, I completely forgot about that. I didn't even write it in the Sauna task. Or... Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I need to double check on that. Uh, but no, I haven't. Um, I was going to ask Carl, do you know how you're going to charge them um, in your shopping cart? Yeah, because like, so it's, I don't know how, if it's going to be different because you're in China or if you're going to pay an RMB or how that's going to work. Yeah, uh, so what is the platform that I came up with? Uh, WooCommerce, and it comes with PayPal, and then you can also buy additional checkout methods so they okay. can pay with credit card visa whatever does it um, I haven't it? gotten in uh, I haven't dug into it far enough but what I know right now is that I can set up WooCommerce <coughs> on the site and then I can plug a lever into WooCommerce so as soon as they buy something they receive then they start on the course and emails but I don't know that's a good question actually because that's something that I'm going to have to figure out this week yeah 100% you're going to need some sort of you're going to need like uh, union pay compatible yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's just vinyl like, I mean, a lot of people use PayPal in China, but it's not, yeah, it's, it's not the main thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's I was wondering, like, I know Shopify has, like, thousands or hundreds of different ways that you could pay, you know. Have yeah. You, have you looked into that? Yeah. Um, well, okay, yeah, so I looked into Shopify, I looked into WooCommerce. It looked like WooCommerce was the cheaper option. Um, it's free to get started, and then you can buy different, you know, customizations that you want added to it. Um, so, but I haven't gone through yet. I kind of just figured out, okay, well, WooCommerce, Shopify, this is going to plug into Aweber, and I can put it on the site this way. But I haven't, you know, dug into it enough to know. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say AliPay and and UnionPay would be the two things that you probably need. PayPal, PayPal could be okay to start with, but yeah, no, I don't want to do. I want to yeah. do it all the China, you know, Chinese way. Yeah, AliPay and um, Union. <coughs> AliPay, Union Pay. Uh, I guess for anybody that doesn't know what AliPay and Union Pay are, like they're basically the Union Pay is like the, the the credit card sort of banking system in China, and then AliPay is the equivalent of PayPal in China. Um, uh, one more thing, I can I can. Explain for listeners is uh, so China in China you're not able to use Google or Gmail 
So you've got to use a VPN to circumnavigate that. And the business email that I set up was through Gmail. And uh, we have, uh, well, Rico has had issues with emails bouncing back when he sends emails to vendors or customers. Um, so that might be an issue. That's a potential hangup for my business, which is email based. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I have to look into. Uh, I was going to ask what possible solution. Um, when we, our original email database was hosted on Hover. Uh, and like I don't know how much they charge per month it's like it's minimal it's like maybe like five dollars yeah okay. and that was fine in China because you didn't need a VPN to access it on your phone anything like that the only reason why I shifted over to Google is because I wanted to use Google Drive that's the only reason why yeah. I, I did that but like Hover is a possible option and I think you can pay for like it's really cheap you can pay for the year like 20 bucks like it's, it's ridiculous so it's it's hosting for your website. Yeah, it's it's a web host, but then if you let's say you pay for the web host, you can get uh, you can get like ten email addresses, you know. So it might be like yeah, you don't need the web hosting, but the email hosting will still work fine, right? So okay, I wonder, uh, can you just buy the web hosting and use the email without actually hosting your site? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because there sure. might be yeah, you can do that. Because I'm gonna pay a month of fee for my business Gmail account anyway. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's how I do it. Yeah, you could probably do that. You could probably do it. Okay. Alright, um, I will do the Harrison. How much did you spend? I know how much you spent, but how much did you spend on the Facebook ads? Just for the people. Oh, um, I spent $15. So I had $5 per day. And no, I did one ad that was two days for five dollars, and then I ran a different one that was five dollars. So it was about fifteen bucks total. And I changed up the the countries and the, the different uh, demographics just to see like how the, the feedback was based on the changes. And then you talked like you told me yesterday uh, it was big in terms of the amount of views you got for the actual videos. How many? Views? Yeah, yeah. So because usually I upload on on YouTube as well, and um, so I uploaded the same video on YouTube, and on YouTube I have maybe 200 views but um you know with this targeted advertising i was able to get 3500 views in a matter of like two days which is pretty ridiculous so i mean it's i'm not like selling anything in the video but it's just it gives you a taste of um, the power of like wow well, this how this platform can can work so it's pretty cool to see that um i had a question for you actually rico um can you just explain more about like what you meant by uh, finalizing FBA uh, LinkedIn leads or were you talking about kind of what Gary was talking about last week? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, <clears throat> Gary will probably be helping me set up a sales funnel for, because uh, a big a big part of our business right now is we have a lot of FBA customers. So I was thinking, how do we target more and how do we, how do I automate that without me physically having to go into Facebook and message people every day. Okay. And like, I don't have time to do that. Right. So Gary suggested uh, this is some software that I could I could set up and, and set up my LinkedIn page specifically to target the FBA groups on LinkedIn. Yeah. And then um, the sales funnel for Facebook would be setting up ads and sending traffic from Facebook to uh, an email capture page or the, the sales page. Right. Specifically, like a FBA. landing page, like a landing page, yeah. Specifically for FBA, with a, like an opt-in, yeah, some with an opt-in or some freebie, something like that. So, cool. um, I just wanted to sit down this week and really hammer out the details in terms of the budget, so that I can 
plan for it. Yeah. You know? Okay. Um, it's not something that I thought about incorporating into my budget like two months ago or right, a right. month ago. So I'm just like, I need to find out how much it would cost. Right. Um, I definitely want to do it though, and I, I think it's feasible. I just need to know how much it is. Okay. Cool. Carl, what books are you reading right now? Yeah. Uh, let's see. So last week I finished Biography of Steve Jobs. I read um, Perfect Pitch. Pitch anything. Is that right? Pitch anything. Pitch anything. Here right. I can pull in the cloth. Here I can pull up. Uh, is that any good? Really? Very good. Amazing book. Yeah. Is it on Audible or? Uh, yeah, you can get it on Audible. We have it on Audible. I'll, I'll just go ahead and read off the title of the books for, for the listeners. So, uh, first one was Steve Jobs by Walter Isaacson. Second one was How to Win at the Sport of How to Win at the Sport of Business by Mark Cuban, and Pitch Anything by Orrin Clark. All right. Any more questions? Maybe uh, as a as a quick question for all of you guys, what are you guys reading right now? Because uh, I know my well, I normally ask people to give recommendations. Uh, I'm reading Warren Buffett. As I said, I want to finish that this week, and then um, influence the power of psychology or psychology power of influence. I think I don't it's have any nice. influence. It's influence. Power. Yeah. The power, <laughs> the power of psychology. Yeah. Robert Cialdini. Chaldin. Yeah, Robert Cialdini. Yeah. 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 That's it. So. I'm basically just focusing, I think uh, this year I'm focusing more on biographies because in the years past I've been mainly on self-development and I feel like I know enough now where it's like, okay, I just got to figure out what other people have done to get to where they are right now. So uh, that's kind of where I'm at. Cool. Um, Just finishing up uh, Good to Great by James Collins. Yes. And I'm rereading yes. 48 Laws of Power. Oh, nice. There you go. Right. Do you have that on hardback? Right? Uh, no, audio. Audio. Audio book. Audio one book one thing I mentioned just for the podcast, um, just for the viewers' sake. So, uh, a couple months back, we started listening to audiobooks using the Amazon app Audible, and it's been phenomenal. Um, for those of you who haven't used it before, you can listen to books up to 3x speed. Which allows you to oh, we over time. Yeah. Which uh, yeah, basically allows you to listen to books on your way to work, on the train, whatever. So I've been able to read two to three books a week without you know taking time out of my day. Nice. All right, sweet. So now we're gonna turn to uh, can you uh, the hot seat. Stopwatch for this. Yeah. Carl's gonna take the stopwatch. We got ten minutes for the hot seat. Gary will be. Uh, going in depth about what he's working on and we're basically going to pick it apart right so some misses um my only real miss today was for uh my website theme which i didn't get um but i don't think that would take too long so i'm not too uh not too disappointed about that um the wins i had this week i feel like i had a lot uh, I was able to get an unofficial offer for my first four-figure client. Um, that's probably going to be on a retainer. I'm really excited because they need a crap load of help. And uh, they've never really had a consultant kind of go through their business. So that's super exciting for me. Yeah, uh, one of my uh, college buddies has like a home inspection business, so we're gonna work through that. Um, 
another big win was uh, like studying Chinese again. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, I'm pretty good Mandarin, and I've kind of took a year hiatus uh, from studying, and I realized. Um, actually, when I do study it, I, I do get a lot out of it, and especially when you learn. Uh, for those of you doing business in China, learning a few Chinese idioms really, really goes a long way. Um, just because it shows the Chinese people that you really understand their culture. Uh, for those of you who don't know, when you're learning a Chinese idiom, it's actually a whole story. So it's not like. Um, it's not like a saying that some people have. Like you, these kids from, you know, first grade are learning these really intricate histories and then putting them into a sentence. So, if you understand like literally just a couple of those, people will be really impressed. Uh, so that's been really fun. Um, other ones been hitting the gym as usual. Uh, got everything on my task list done. I learned so much uh, about. Um, social media advertising this week, which was really fun for me. Um, as for the future, I got a whole bunch of stuff I really want to do. So, uh, gotta finish this uh, sales funnel training, um, and I'm gonna read three books this week. Is uh, one is a short history of everything. I forget who that's by, but basically, Bill Bryson. Bill Bryson, um, the Elon Musk biography. And the last book, I haven't decided what it's going to be yet, but I have a few. I'm, it might be a book on Jay Abraham, which is uh, getting everything you can out of what you've got or something like that. <laughs> I think that's, that's close. Yeah, it's pretty close to that. Okay, I uh, also have, I'm going to handwrite five sales funnel copywriting assignments. Uh, I'm going to write my official offer for the home inspection business um, along with like a, a plan of action, I guess, for the next couple months. I uh, also want to do that for Rico and his business. And um, I want to kind of, uh, what's the right word? Uh, make my LinkedIn look pretty. <laughs> It's almost, it's like functioning right now, but uh, I haven't put on the final touches yet. So I want to make it like good enough that I would put my life on the line for it kind of deal. Um, and that's basically it, I think. All right. Yeah. Well, what, what time we got left? You got six minutes left. <clears throat> So now begins the uh, so the Q and A. So did you did you hit all your targets for this week or no? Yeah, I hit all the targets except for the finding a website thing. So Why? Does that mean you hit it or not? Because I thought you were going to give me that thing, that list. Oh, that's what I was going to do today. But. So you couldn't finish because something needed. Ah, uh, it's not. Entirely on him. I just thought he had it. Does it warrant a warning? Uh, it's like a five-minute thing. I have like two themes that I want to do. Uh, I don't know. Sounds like excuses. It's like a landing page. That's all I want to do. It's a landing page. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just a warning. It's just a warning. Why did you do it? It's just a warning, bro.
Do we vote? <laughs> well, I vote against, seeing as it was my fault that you missed it. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> basically what was going to happen was I was going to do it yesterday, and then Carl's like, no, I got this really sweet thing. So I was like, okay. And then he didn't have it. Okay, so just a little bit of background. When we uh, <coughs> when you miss a goal for the week, you get your first warning. If you miss two weeks in a row, you get a second warning, and punishment was a, a minor punishment. Buying it's like buying dinner. the group dinner, buying the group drinks, and then the third week in a row, you get suspended for a month. But I think in this situation, because you're depending on Carl, and it's really minimal. Yeah, it's like a. I have like two things I have. I just you can pass. Yeah, like I already have one set up, but it's. I'm. I'm not sure. Which one I like. So this this uh, <coughs> four figure project that you're going to be working on. Yeah. Um, what's what's the next steps? Well, um, you had the sales call on Friday. Right. Uh, I had the sales call on Saturday, and then what I figured out was they need a load of help. So um, I talked to my friend. So his dad owns the business, and basically his mom does the accounting. So he didn't have a clear picture of what his numbers were. And for me to, you know, make it fair for both myself and for the company, uh, like I did with you, I need a, a definite number on the leads he's getting and the sales conversion at, le- at the very least, right? And <clears throat> otherwise, I can't show what I've done for them. And we, we can't budget marketing and a whole bunch of other stuff. So uh, what I'm going to do is when I'm writing the offer, I give him kind of like an eight-week plan straight up um, because as far as I can tell, they need help in every single area. And they Right now, they don't do any sort of in-house marketing. Um, it's all referral-based, word, word of mouth. So uh, there's a huge opportunity. So I, I think this could go for several months, especially on retainer. Okay. Yeah. So what what will be in the official offer letter? Uh, How so does that work? official offer letter will basically have all the services I would provide. So it'd be lead creation through digital means, most likely through LinkedIn because they're uh, mostly a B two B type of business. Um, they also have a uh, side business called Termite Man. <laughs> In case uh, your your house gets raided uh, by those things. So they, they do have that on the side. Um, but it'd just be like a list of services and like per week what the goal is. It's a proposal. Is. Yeah, it's a basic proposal. It's a proposal. Yeah. Uh, and I'm pretty sure like they're, they, they have no idea what Really, so are you in your proposal? Are you going to state like like what you expect to like the the what the benefit is of, of working with you? Like what right. like well, a solid? Honestly, like I I think they have they need so much hope that I could be with them for like at least six months mm-hmm. because they they don't even, they have no processes in place. It's kind of like a they're they're engineers first, mm-hmm. so they're not nearly as aware on the business side I guess I guess my question what I was trying to say is are you going to set targets oh um, not until I know what they have right now mm-hmm. 
I because uh, that's suicide for me. Uh, when, if I'm making a contract, uh, let's say it's either much higher or much lower. It's yeah, suicide. I was gonna advise against yeah. it. Yeah, can't control it. Yeah. So that yeah, otherwise still excited though. Pretty 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 pumped about that. Any pain points? Any things that you you want advice on? Um. Yeah, I guess I'm, so for those who don't know, I've been handwriting sales letters for the better part of four months now, and um, with the current workload I have um, just for paying the rent and the amount of time that I'm going to have left, it's not looking good in terms of like keeping that going. So, but it is like what I put my name on at the same time and that's kind of helped me get to this point so I'm a little bit conflicted I guess in terms of figuring it out uh, whether I should like keep making it a priority or make it absolutely not that I guess that's time up but yeah. we can answer that question um, so you're conflicted whether you should continue to write sales letters because yeah, that's it what does, you've been I doing I mean like the average letter will take at least an hour Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's. And not, you're trying to do one every day? I've been doing six a week. Six a week. Why don't you just cut back the amount of times you, like the amount of letters you do? Maybe you just, yeah, like three, four. Yeah. Four. I don't think there's anything wrong. I think you should continue doing it because, like you said, it's taking you to the stage, but you get to a certain stage where you don't need to do it six days a week. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I would, um, what I'd suggest doing, because this is, I've kind of gone through the same process. From starting from New Year's, where I just had to kind of put my head down and completely stop Mandarin, stop everything, just focus on making money now, um, is that the, the personal development is something that you've got to do your whole life. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you've got to figure out a set number of hours or time per week that you're going to force yourself to focus on that no matter what. Because um, that's been something that I've been thinking of. And I've been trying to figure out how to do it. You know, do I just, no matter what, always allocate one hour a day to some form of personal development and then just decide that that hour is going to be based on, based on, you know, my priorities at the time or, um, cause it's pretty easy to put that stuff to the wayside. You know I mean? So that's what I've been thinking of it. Um, right now my target is two hours a day, but I haven't been following through with that. So, um, maybe that will help. Okay, I'll think about it. Uh, no, it's probably going to be like maybe only twice a week if I'm, if I'm going to be honest with myself because otherwise I'm just going to burn out. Just maintain. You know, yeah. it's like, um, let's say before you're trying to become a bodybuilder, you're going to the gym six days a week, you become yeah. fucking jacked. Yeah. Now you just have to maintain. Yeah. You know, and then when, if you do have time in the future, then you can, you can get back to the gym again. You know, or yeah. if you, if you find yourself slacking, then you go back to the job. Yeah, it's, I think it's that's the best approach. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Good. Good. Um, <laughs> all right, so now we have a discussion topic. Um, Carl suggested that we talk about what gets us motivated. Well, I guess I'll start. I'll start with my thing. So, um, okay. so as I mentioned before. There's two apps that I, I mean, there's one app that I was using for automation 
sales course automation called Zapier. Uh, Zapier is so basically what I had I had set it up where if I get somebody subscribes to our email list, they get an auto response through Zapier that sends them an email saying, "Hey, I'm Rico from Social Media Asia. We'll get back to you within 24 hours." And then there's a link to my Calendly schedule. Calendly is a is a scheduling app and it adjusts to people's time zones. So I found that with that, instead of me going back and forth with people via emails and then trying to set up a call, which is what I know they want anyways, they would I would be sleeping and then they would send an email to a website. They get a, a response immediately, set up a call, I'd wake up and then I'll have like a sales call ready. You know, mm-hmm. so that was huge for me. And that was just like very minimal what I did and that was four months ago. And then the last week I was thinking about more things I could do with Zapier. So if I just open up my Zapier right now. Rico, can I, can I just ask you... Um so it looks for open times in your calendar and automatically schedules. You mean Calendly or is it Zapier? Uh, Calendly. Calendly, like yeah, you would se- you set it up initially. Like you, you you log in, you can log in through Gmail, or whatever. You set up your schedule, so you you pick your time zone. So it would be uh, Hong Kong, Beijing time. And it syncs with your Google calendar. It syncs with your Google calendar. Someone else like, can create an appointment with you. Exactly. And it'll give them an open time. Yeah. yeah. So you, they click on. You have a link. It'll be like, for mine says Rico uh, 30 minute meeting. So it's calendly.com slash Rico slash 30 minute meeting. They click on that link. It gives them Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, the times that I'm available, which I've preset. And then they can just pick a time and it's already adjusted to their time zone. So it's their time. It's my time. So you don't have to like the biggest issue I had before was going back and being like, oh, what time zone are you in? Um, yeah. Oh, okay. That you're six hours in front. Of me. Uh, what am I doing on Tuesday? It was just bullshit. Like I'll have two, three different emails back and forth, yeah, just trying to set up a call, yeah. right? So with this, it's just boom. Here's my schedule. I also dictate when I talk to these people. Whereas before, it was the opposite. It was like they would give me suggestions and you know back and forth, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm comfortable with the times that I've, I've set up now and I've adjusted it. Like now that I'm going to the gym, I I blocked out time for the gym, things like that. So it's like just more consistent. Um, highly recommend Calendly. It's like uh, eighty bucks a year. Eighty bucks a year. Oh, you can use the free version. If you use the free version, the, you can only set up one because um, you can set up like fifteen-minute meeting, thirty-minute meeting, one-hour meeting. If you use the free version, you can only set up one time period. So I've only got thirty minutes available because I'm using the free version. <coughs> one time, one time zone. No, no. I mean, like you can set up a fifteen-minute, like in your schedule, you can have fifteen minutes. 30 minutes, one oh, hour. I, see what I can only choose one of those, okay. you know, because you. I'm paying for, I'm using the free version. Oh, so what I've done is I've connected my MailChimp and we use Asana for project management and my Gmail to Zapier. And I have it systemized where if, if somebody subscribes, if somebody sends us an email on the website, they get an order response, they get put into our CRM, the contact information gets put into the CRM automatically just from that situation and that's all set up in Zapier. Mm. Now again, because I'm using the free version of Zapier, I can only I can only set up five zaps is what they call it. Right. So then I was looking at other options and one of my friends, Noam Lightstone, who I interviewed before, had told me about IFTTT or IFT. And last week I started to look into it and it's fucking insane. It's free <laughs> and you can just they have what they call recipes. And you can just set up as much as you want to, and it's insane. So, like, I've set up a, 
a recipe where when I go to the gym, because it's it's using my iPhone to track my location. When I go to the gym, it it, it has it goes directly to Google Spreadsheets and puts in a timestamp, and then also puts in a timestamp when I leave. Based that, on your GPS. Based on my GPS, yeah. So I'm tracking like how much time I'm spending in the gym. Uh, nice. If you have like smart lights, you can set it up where when you get home, the lights automatically turn on as soon as you get home, and they turn off when you leave your building. Like, like um, you can download songs from Spotify to Google Drive. Like, <laughs> I'm just you, can just, you can get obsessive with this. Yeah, thing. you could like totally I'm, record your. Basically, it's like recording your clicks, right? When you set it up. Yeah. And then once you figure out what the recipe is, then you just let it fly. Can you plug it into your what you're doing online? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, that's the whole point. That's the whole point. It's everything, every internet of things. So, like, for example, uh, a big issue being in China, is, as you mentioned before, is like Gmail and yeah. Google. We can't use it unless you have a VPN. Yeah. And sometimes a VPN doesn't work, right? So, like, with Calendly, it's connected to my Google Calendar. On occasion, somebody might schedule a call with me, and then I don't get that notification on my Google Calendar because my VPN isn't working. Yeah. I've set it up where instead of getting a notification on Google Calendar, I get a text message as well to my phone from IFTTT saying, hey, you just got... So it's set up like this. Google Calendar is connected to... <laughs> so, so the recipe is like, if you... It searches my Google Calendar all day. So if you search Google Calendar for Calendly meeting, if that gets scheduled, then I get a text message to my phone. So if this, then that, Right. So if this happens, then that happens. Um, that's one of the things that I've done just to make sure that I don't miss any calls. I'm just looking at my recipes right now. Uh, there's save Spotify. Um, okay, so like a lot of I focus a lot more on Facebook marketing than I do on on, on um, Twitter. I, I do mostly Instagram and Facebook marketing. So what I've done now is like if I post up a picture on Instagram, it automatically sends that picture as a tweet to my Twitter. So I don't have to worry about, you know, sending the, that individual thing to my Twitter. Um, same thing if uh, my Facebook group, if my Facebook page, if I post something on my Facebook page, it automatically sends it to Twitter, things like that. Like um, you can even set it up where if you, uh, this is probably one of my favorite ones because we use Asana and a lot of times I get emails during the weekend and I'm busy and I just, I don't have time to reply to it. Normally I would have to go into Asana and individually make a task for me to follow up with that email. Now I've set it up where if I star something in Gmail, if I star one of my emails, then it sends an email to Asana to that individual project setting up a follow-up task automatically. So I just, all I have to do is star my email and then Asana pops up with a task for me to follow up with that email. Really? So, so if you get an email from a supplier and you need Leo to go check in on it, you can start it and it automatically it automatically sends it to Leo. It, would auto, it could send it to Leo. It could send it just, yeah, it would send it to like Leo's Asana. But I've made a project in Asana specifically for replying to emails. So it will send it, will send it to that project. So then, you know, when I, like, when I, on Monday, when I sit down and I, I go into my Asana, I'm going to go to that project and see, okay, I've got three, four emails I need to reply to from the weekend, you know, instead of me having to, because I would always miss, even uh, even though I'm pretty diligent about making myself tasks, I'd always miss one or two emails. Mm-hmm. And then it's been like four days and I'm like, fuck, I forgot to reply to this person, you know, so shit like that is just... 
There's another thing you can do. Uh, there's one called Follow Up, which is also about eighty bucks a year, mm -hmm. and that is a software where you, every time you get an email, you can set a date on when to follow up with that person. So let's say it's fifteen days later, you're gonna call them back. Fifteen days later, you're gonna get an email with a reminder saying you gotta call this person back. So you're pretty much never forgetting anything. So some of the limitations that I found with um, IFTTT is that they don't have, um, they're not working as much with a lot of the business apps. So like I mentioned before, we use Asana, we use Asana for project management in Knox and then also in my company. They don't have that relationship with Asana, so Zapier does, but that means I'll probably have to pay for you know the monthly subscription with Zapier. So I'm probably going to do that in the next month. Uh, another thing that Zapier doesn't, another thing that Ift doesn't integrate with is Mailchimp. So Zapier, but Zapier does. Um, there's a couple other products like I use a CRM called HubSpot CRM, and that also doesn't integrate with with Ift. So I need Zapier for those reasons. But Ift is kind of like it's more open source. It's free. You can go pretty fucking apeshit with it. So. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Okay, I gotta put that down for one of my tasks this weekend. You can set up. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Just well, you time. can do a lot of that. Aweber itself can do a lot of that. Right? So, mm -hmm. okay. Mailchimp is not nearly as sophisticated, which is why you probably have to use something like that. I mean, uh, I have to do just for my personal tasks and yeah, I mean, tracking my time that I'm using online and yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, the, another thing is like we get a lot of emails with attachments and I like to save those to Google Drive and sometimes I'd forget to save one or two of those attachments. Now every single attachment that I get gets saved to Google Drive automatically from 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 IFT. So, you know, I think that this is so important, especially in China with Chinese employees and all this stuff is like if you want your business to run smoothly, over. Yeah, I mean, we can still... Um, yeah, I'm pretty much unwrapped up. Um, I would say just reminder, guys. Like all of the apps, books that we talk about are going to be listed on the on Sourcefind Asia on the podcast episode page. So check it out. Oh, good talk, guys. Is that it? That's, that's uh, you guys got anything else that you want to add? Or? That's it for me. Okay. All right. So uh, thanks for listening, guys. I think I hope you guys enjoyed our Knox meeting. Um, again, if you want to check us out, go to sourcefindasia.com, S-O-R-S-O-U-R-C-E-F-I-N-D-A-S-I-A.com, uh, Twitter, sourcefindasia, Instagram, at sourcefindasia. Right, see you guys next week. I'm trying to go where I can't go, trying to be what I can't be, I want to teach you what I can't show, we got to reach what we can't reach. Trying to shine when the sun won't I gotta grind as I gun tote She roll the weed as I'm doing me I count the cheese, she can count on me wonderful times Lay her head for a young nigga Like the day she told her dad I was a drug dealer That explained how the cars came And all the big money at the card games I roll dice with the low lifes Tim boots and the coat nice